spirit, but a soft heart and such a sweet soul. Hello, everyone. I am the host of the Cozy Up with Emily podcast. Hey, guys, I'm Emily, and welcome to this part of the podcast world. We will be unpacking a lot on this podcast. We will be talking about all things life, love, relationships, and even our homes. Our homes are important. So home decor, about our home, and even our plants, because those are important as well. You may also hear me talk about the occasional Bachelor Bachelorette episode or the new Selling Sunset episodes or even some pitter-patters on the floor due to my three amazing dogs. So if you are ready to unwind, unpack, unfold all the nitty-gritty, then sit back, relax, and let's get into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Cozy Up with Emily podcast. I'm your host, Emily. Hey, guys. So today, I really wanted to dive in and unpack a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. And if you clicked on this episode, you are probably interested in this topic. And from the title of it, you saw free-spirited child in it. And maybe you've been considered the free-spirited child or the wild child or the wallflower or the wildflower or the girl who marches to the beat of her own drum or maybe even the black sheep. I don't like that term, but black sheep as well. And maybe you came for that today. And I hope after this episode, you guys can feel a little bit more understood and Just feel a little bit better about yourself because I know that when I was a teenager, it was really tough to be the free-spirited child and not really have anyone in your corner. And today, I want to be in that corner with you guys. I want to be there for you guys. So if you are ready to unpack this big piece of luggage with me, then let's get into it. Okay, so first things first, before we deep dive into this, I just want to give you guys a little background on myself of uh, my childhood, my teenage years, and just a little bit about me so you guys can get to know me a bit better and understand why I wanted to unpack this today. So I am 25 years old, and I was born and raised in Illinois, and most of you that are probably listening to this know me or know of me or went to school with me or something because I am putting this out on social media platforms to let everyone know that I have a podcast. But so I was born and raised in Illinois. I come from a middle class family. I come from a family of five. I have an older brother and an older sister. I am the youngest of three and my mom and dad have been married for I believe over 30 years now and I'm blessed enough to say that I was born and raised in the same house. So from the time that I was born to the time that I moved out, I lived in the same house. So I had the same house. I had the same neighborhood. I had the same people around me, you know, in the neighborhood. So obviously, yes, some people moved, but I had those core groups, core group of people in my life. And it was so nice. And I'm thankful enough to be able to say that because I know there's plenty of people out in the world that didn't get to have that. 
and some people are okay with it. And I know there's some people out there that wish they would have had that. So I'm very thankful for that. So yes, I came from a middle-class family, lived in a good old ranch style home, love that home. It means a lot to me. And when I was a kid, honestly, I had a pretty awesome childhood and I'm not, I don't want to sit here and brag, but I, I had a pretty great childhood. My mom and dad and all of my family really made my childhood awesome. And I remember the summer days where we would be out in our pool in the backyard. I remember a lot of my childhood out in our backyard playing and just being outside and being with my family. That is what I remember most. And it was a really good childhood. My my parents and my family were awesome. And I'm very lucky to be able to sit here and say that I had a pretty great childhood. So as I got older and I became a teenager and I got older into junior high and high school, I started to see some differences and not in the way of bad differences. Um, as you know, every teenager, now if you are underage, please do not drink or smoke or do drugs. It is not worth it. It is not worth it. I promise you it's not worth it. Disclaimer, do not do drugs, do not drink, do not smoke. You are underage. Please don't do that. It's not worth it. I promise you. Oh, be looking back at it, I really shouldn't have done any of it. But I think I pre I stayed pretty in, I think I stayed on the straight line pretty much. I was really scared of my mom and dad. I just didn't want to disappoint my parents. My parents never beat my ass or whooped me or anything like that. But I was just more scared of like disappointing them because ever, you know, if you ever heard your parents say disappoint, that was the worst thing they could say to you. So that is, that's what I was scared of. So I pretty much stayed on the straight and narrow as a teenager. I did do the occasional drinking underage and, but I didn't do drugs. I tried weed once and I didn't really like it and I didn't smoke. So yeah, but I, I did, you know, go places that I probably shouldn't have gone to. And I did lie to my parents, which every teenager does. Anyone who's been a teenager knows that. So it was nothing atypical. But I started to notice I had different opinions than some people, and I did have different opinions than my family did. Now, my family wasn't a conservative family. My family was very open, and they sort of went against the grain in a lot of ways in their own life. You know, before they, you know, before my parents had kids, they sort of went against the grain themselves from society. So it's not like my family was super traditional. They were very open to everything. They really were open and I really appreciate, and they still are today, but they were very open even when I was growing up and my brother and sister were growing up. So, but I, I still noticed some differences. I noticed that I was just very different from my brother and sister and that's nothing, there's nothing wrong with how my sister was. There was nothing wrong at how my brother was and there was nothing wrong with me but we all just, we were all very different. And I was way different. Like, my brother and sister sort of followed a similar path. I did not. I did not follow the same path. And when you're young and your prefrontal cortex, I believe that's the right word. I'm trying to bring back my psychology days, my psychology class. Um, my pre, You know, when you're a teenager, your prefrontal cortex is not developed. Whether you're, even though you turn 18 doesn't mean you're an adult. And you know what the hell you're doing. You don't. It was until I became 25, that's when my prefrontal cortex was 100% developed. So your brain is still developing when you're a teenager. So I just would always think, what is wrong with me? Why am I not 
following the same path that my brother and sister did. And I would try so hard to be accepted and to be on that same path. And it just wasn't working. And I thought, why? Why is it not working for me? Why am I different? And I would beat myself up all the time. Like, what is wrong with me? I'm different. Why am I different? Why do I need to be different from my brother and sister? And I would almost, I would resent them. To be completely honest, I resented my brother and sister when I got older because I thought, what is going on? Why? So you know what? Since I'm not the same as you and I'm not getting the same outcomes as you are, forget it. I'm going to resent you for it. Now, was that the way to go? Absolutely not. That was not the right thing to do at the time. So once I graduated high school, I was in a very dark place. From probably 17 to right before I met my husband around 19, I was in a, I was a pretty mean person and I was not a good person. I was not fun to be around. I resented my family. I resented my mom. I resented my brother. I resented my sister because I was so different. And some examples of the differences were, I knew I wanted to be a special ed teacher, but I wasn't doing well at school because I was very anxious, depressed. I was angry at the world. I was just an angry person. And I was unhappy. I was such an unhappy person. So to show that, I just, I didn't do well in school. So I wasn't following the get an education first and then, you know, start your life. Education is number one. That's how I was raised and that's what I still think. Education is very important. So I wasn't doing that and I was getting upset about that. Um, I had different views. I had a tattoo. I got a tattoo the moment I turned 18. I wanted to get piercings. I wanted to get a nose piercing. My mom and dad were totally cool with like the ears piercing, you know, the ears pierced, but really nothing else they were for. So, you know, I got, I wanted the nose piercing. I wanted the belly button piercing and it was different. My sister didn't have that. My brother didn't have that. They didn't have a tattoo, but I love tattoos. And I just looked at things completely different than my family did. And for that, I was, like I said, I resented them for it. So I was so angry as to why I was so different and I started to isolate myself and I remember I would ask my dad, dad, why am I different? I would ask him and I would beat myself up. Why am I different? And he would tell me, well, you're just a free spirit. You're just a free spirit laid back person. And I took that and ran it with the negative connotation with it. And I would ask my mom, why am I so different? Oh, sweetie, you're just, you are a girl that marches to the beat of her own drum. Well, I took the negative connotation with that. And I ran with it. And I looked at it as there's something wrong with me. And to be completely honest, when I was a teenager, my parents didn't do anything to make me feel any different. Once I got out of high school, that is when it started leaning a little bit towards where my family was treating me a bit different. And it's to be honest, there's no ill will towards my family. I love my family. But I could tell that I was just so different from everyone in my family. And I felt unheard. I didn't feel like I was understood. So I just resented everyone. And so I tell my husband all the time, he saved me. My husband saved me in more ways than he even knows. Like, he has no idea how much he has truly saved me. And he saved me because he 
saw something in me that I felt like no one else saw. And I felt so misunderstood. And I feel like he took that feeling of being misunderstood, threw it in the garbage, and set that shit on fire. He made me feel so good and felt so understood. And no matter how imperfect I was, he was still there. He was still by my side. He was still my rock. He was not leaving me. Even when I had bad days, even when I felt so misunderstood for being this free spirited child, for being different. And he just made me feel complete. And I, that's when I knew he was the one because I knew he was there for me no matter what. And a couple of the other differences, just so you guys understand, because we all feel misunderstood when we're a teenager. At some point in time, I know every, because I had friends that felt misunderstood by their family. So we all feel misunderstood at some point in time when we're a teenager or when we're, you know, just even as an adult, you feel misunderstood sometimes. It's totally human nature. But I'm talking about where I felt like I was just so out of place to the point where I felt like I was so alone. I felt alone. And I, f- I felt like I didn't have anyone. And that's where my husband came and saved me. And some of the differences that I felt like I had that my family didn't have was I, like I said, I had, I wanted tattoos. I wanted piercings. I wasn't so sure about education in college and I was unsure about those types of things and I wasn't following the path that I thought I should have been following and I felt so different for that and I did date different races now my family never said that you can't date a different race because then that would obviously mean they're racist my family is not racist but nobody else went outside of their race. So when I did, it was like, oh, this is different. It's not a bad thing. It was just different. And because no one dated outside of their race and my family, I didn't know some of the things, some of the differences in that interracial relationship and what came along with that. And I would love to unpack that one day as well, because I think that's a fantastic thing to unpack or discussion to have. But that was different. Nobody else went outside of their race, but not because they didn't like, you know, um, Asian people or uh, Mexican people or Hispanics or just Latinos in general or black people or anything like that. It was just it was just they liked that person, not because of the color of their skin, but because of who they were. And that's how I looked at it was, was just, I saw the person, not the color of the skin. And sometimes I was so naive that I saw just the person that I forgot, wait, okay, I guess they are a different skin tone, but I don't find an issue with it. So that was another difference. And that's where I think once I started dating outside of my race, because I am Caucasian and I only dated, I dated one white guy and that was a very like brief dating very brief date. Um, I that I never dated a white guy again. I only dated either a Latino or a black man. And that is just what I loved. I loved the culture. I loved the cultures of it. And I loved what they brought to the table. And again, it was different. And that's where I feel like I started really going off a different path than the rest of my family and just the rest of the people in my life. So 
to bring it back, I didn't mean to go on that tangent. I'm so sorry. So that is a little bit of the background of me and where that's, that's where I started feeling different was once I started dating and that was around 17. And then my husband came, he saved me. He made me feel so good about myself. And that is where I want to tell you guys, like if you, if you feel like you are misunderstood and you're not heard by your loved ones, whether it's a friend, a family, a colleague, your spouse, you are heard and own who you are. Because if someone has ever called you the free spirited child, the wild child, the wallflower, or the girl who beats or who marches to the beat of her own drum, own that. I have learned with probably within the last seven years to not let anyone dictate your happiness and to not let anyone make you feel anything less than perfect. Because there is not one other person that is like me. Just like there is not another person on this planet that is like my husband. And just like there is not another person on this planet that is like my mom or my dad or my brother-in-law or my sister-in-law. There is no one that is a replica of you. You are you and you are perfect just the way you are. And as, as cliche as that sounds, it's the truth. And it took me, and it's still taking me because I have my bad days just along with my good days. I have bad days and good days. And I don't want anyone to take this as a, you know, so I need to follow. No, I am right next to you guys figuring this whole owning yourself and owning your free spiritedness because there are days where I feel so down on myself and there's other days where I'm like hell yeah I'm a free spirit hell yeah I'm different and I love that about myself and that is what I want to tell you guys today is just because you're different doesn't mean you can't be loved or you can't love yourself love thyself you need to love yourself and you are great just the way you are and I know I'm going to be repetitive in this episode, but I want you guys to know that because I know that I have felt that way and I have felt so alone for so many years until I met my husband where like you will find that person, whether it's in a friendship or a relationship or a family ship that will tell you and show you the way of how great you truly are. My husband he knows. He knows it wasn't a walk in the park at first because it. I had a lot of trust issues. I had a lot of self problems. I had a lot of self issues. I was, I hated myself. I was, like I said, I was not a nice person. And he tore away every single layer of me and brought me to my raw, true self. And he looked at me and he loved it. And he loved me for me. And I saw that he worked so hard to peel back those layers and never stop until he got to the core and saw that, yes, there are some layers that are a little bit torn and a little bit worn, but that core is perfection. And I'm not going to cry. <laughs> I'm not going to hold it together. But you will find that person and you can do that yourself. And that is where work on yourself. And I believe you can find yourself and find your self-love and your self-worth in a relationship. But I think there needs to be certain steps and certain criteria for that where you need to be in a healthy relationship. You need 
to be with someone that is not toxic. Because if you're in a toxic relationship, it's not going to happen. You need to walk out that door, girl. You got to walk out that door and start loving yourself and finding yourself. But if you are in that healthy relationship and you are still feeling a little, not unsolved, but you are feeling like you are not your true self yet and you don't know who you are and you don't have that self-love yet, you can find it. I promise you that. I can sit here and say for a actual, it actually happened to me, it can happen to you and it will. And to the girl that has been called the free-spirited child or the girl who marches to the beat of her own drum or maybe even the black sheep of the family, love yourself. Love yourself and love yourself for who you are because you are great. You are fantastic. You are perfect. Now, I want to say that, but there is a but. You are perfect the way you are, but if there is a behavior that is consistently happening or if there is someone, not someone, but if there is just a certain behavior that you can tell people are have continuously commented on, work on yourself. You are never a finished piece. You are never you are never a finished art piece. You can always work on yourself, make yourself better. You are never a finished art piece, and that is what makes you so rare and unique. Because no one can finish you. You can always build on yourself and you can always work on it. So you are perfect the way you are, but if there is something that you know you need to work on, but you haven't really said anything, but you notice people are noticing that certain behavior or that certain thing that you do, work on that. Fix it. Find something better. But don't let anyone change that core self of your of you. Hopefully that makes sense. But don't let anyone change your core. Because if you decide that I like oranges and everyone likes apples, but you truly love that orange, eat that freaking orange. Don't just eat the apple because everyone else has the apple. Eat that orange, girl, and you own that freaking orange. Let me tell you, you own it and you eat it and you enjoy every single bite of it. My favorite quote that I've recently found, and I've heard of it before, but the one that I am living by and I want you to live by, is be a wildflower in a bed of roses. But own who you are. Own it. And if people don't like it, guess what? Not every single person in your life and on this planet are going to like you. They're not. It's impossible. It's an it's an unfortunate reality because if you're a people pleaser, that's all you want is to please people. And that if, even if that means at the sacrifice of your own happiness. But guess what? Today needs to be that last day that you care what people think about you. Now, of course, there are those handful of people that you care their thoughts about you. You know, you care, obviously, if it's your parents or if it's obviously your bosses, you want them to... You still want to have a good impression, but the other people, irrelevant, irrelevant. So I want this to be the last day that you sit here and feel inadequate and unloved because you are different and you are considered that wild child or that free-spirited child. 
I'm talking to you, free-spirited child. I am talking to you. You are beautiful and perfect the way you are. And don't let anyone tell you different. No one. That means no one on this planet can tell you any different because you are great the way you are. Now, we are always improving. Don't ever let that stop. Always improve on yourself. Work on yourself. Always work on yourself. Don't be the take it or leave it. Okay, take it or leave it or accept me for who I am or there's the door. But if there is something that you know you need to work on and if there's something that people are noticing that you need to work on, work on it. Fix yourself, girl. But don't let, like I said, that core self, don't ever let anyone change that. That's why I loved the quote in the beginning. She has a wild spirit but a soft heart in such a sweet soul. You may have that wild spirit. You may be walking a complete different path than someone else or the rest of the planet. But girl, you got that good heart. You got that big you got that big heart inside of you and it's full and you want that reciprocated. Where you want someone to fill that heart up and make you feel so good about yourself and you will find that person. Like I said, in any type of relationship, you will find that one day if you haven't already. But when at the end it says, in such a sweet soul, that soul is that core girl. And you got that. And you have a sweet soul. Don't let anyone make you feel like you can't be yourself. Because it's a lonely path when you're that free-spirited child or that wild child. It's a, it's a lonely path. It can be very lonely sometimes. There are some days where I feel alone as hell. And I feel like no one understands me. And then I remember that there are so many, there are millions and millions of people that are probably feeling the same exact way. Because we're different and we're free-spirited. And that's all right. And it's really, it took me a long time to be able to sit here and say, I am free-spirited and I'm okay with that. But remember... You may have that wild spirit, but you have a soft heart and a sweet soul. And I love that quote. And I actually read the book. So if you guys are interested and you really enjoyed that quote, I want you guys to check this book out. It's, on, it's available on Amazon. And it's called Wild Spirit, Soft Heart by, the author is Butterflies Rising. And if you just type that right into Amazon, Chef's Kiss, it will pop up. And it's a great inspirational book to read and I love it and I highly recommend it to all of you even if you don't consider yourself to be free-spirited or wild child or the black sheep I hope I helped you guys feel like you're not alone and feel loved because I'm right here with you guys I'm not standing in front of you leading you I'm right here next to you working on this with you guys and I want you to know that that I am not perfect and I'm going to have good days and I'm going to have bad days, just like you guys. But that is what this podcast is for. It's for you to cozy up with me, have these tough discussions, really think about life and get into those deep conversations, but still feel welcomed and loved. That's what I love about the cozy part. That's what it is for me. To me, cozy up with me is where we're going to have some deep, deep discussions, but we're still going to have a nice hot cup of hot chocolate, especially this time of year, and cozy up with each other and open up to each other. 
So guys, I think this is where I am going to end the episode. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. It really means a lot. It means even more when you guys start following or liking my podcast because it knows it no, it helps me know that you guys are enjoying the content that I am giving out. And the people that are listening to this, most of you are probably people on my social media. So if you guys ever need to reach or if you guys ever want to reach out to me and just talk about stuff or I really would love to have guests and if you guys are ever interested in like just we obviously right now it's a little bit different but where we can do a zoom call and I can bring you in and we can just have a nice chat I would love to do that with you guys so if anyone's ever open up to that I am open to it and thank you guys so much for listening in I will catch you guys later